Hello, everybody. Welcome to SOS Sides of the Spectrum. This is a podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in our neurodiverse universe. So, guys, today I have invited a really important guest to our show. It's a person that absolutely loves animals. He performs various grooming duties that are necessary to improve pets hygiene and enhance their physical appearance. He bathes, brushes, dries, cleans their teeth and ears, as well as trims their nail, hair, and fur, and so much more. And guys, you might have guessed it, but if you didn't guess it, today on our show we have an amazing dog groomer named John. He's actually my dogs, Chebe and Coco's groomer, for the past six years, I would say, or maybe even more. But I want to say welcome to the show, John, and I'm so glad to have you on SOS Sides of the Spectrum. All of our listeners absolutely love pets, but obviously, I bet you love pets as well, or just love animals in general. Uh, you know, I feel like, although, I feel like even though I love Chebe so much, I don't think I could ever do and try to cut his hair because it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> but. I feel like the great question to ask you, John, is what is a dog groomer and like how long have you been one? Well, thank you, Aiden, for inviting me and uh, I'm honored to be on your podcast. Um, uh, well, there's a lot involved with being a dog groomer. Uh, let's see, uh, it, it's more or less trying to train the owners to brush and care for their dogs as much as the uh, um, dog grooming itself. All right, all right. So, how wait, how long have you been doing this dog grooming care? I need to know. Okay, as a hobby, I've been doing it since 1985. Uh, so that's 38 years with my own Cocker Spaniel at the time. And my parents, uh, Bijans, and friends and relatives, uh, Shih Tzus at the time. I just took it up as uh, something to do. Um, and let's see, uh, for business-wise, I've been doing it since 2007, 15 years. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. That is a long time, 15 years of working with dogs constantly. But technically, you've been doing it for longer, but even from that, before before it became an actual work thing, you did it for much longer. So I will ask, just real quick, what's the name of your company? Discount Doggy Grooming. So that's D-I-S-C-O-U-N-T. Doggy is D-O-G-G-Y. Grooming, G-R-O-O-M-I-N-G. Okay, that is awesome. I will say, because it's always important to have for this, uh, it's awesome to have it because then people can check out, oh man, what is this awesome place? And I will say, just so we can get a little bit of broadcasting out there, what do you have like a webpage so that people could check it out or like an Instagram so people can learn more about it? Oh yes, definitely. Discount Doggy Grooming at, uh, no, no, sorry. Discount Doggy Grooming dot CA. Uh, my website is uh, discountdoggygrooming.ca. Yes. All right. That is awesome, guys. Remember to check out John because this person is amazing at grooming and making sure making sure that your dog looks absolutely awesome and takes care of them just as well. 
So I will ask, what made you decide to become a full-on pet groomer? Because I heard that you did it kind of just like as a side thing. But like what made you decide to become like a main thing? Well, after years and years and years of getting up early in the morning to go to work and in the steel industry and uh, having to battle the traffic and everything else, I was tired of working for the man. I decided to work for myself. I saw dog grooming as a great opportunity to interact with animals along with people also. That's a great that's a great start to everything. You know what? Sometimes creating something of your dreams, creating your own dream job, that's what a lot a lot of people want to achieve. So, honestly, having that goal in your life, having that balance, you know, wanting to make sure that you want to do something and you have you had some experience on it. So you know what you knew what you were doing. That's a great idea. I feel like everybody should have that mindset of just, you know what, if if you really want, to, if you feel like what you are currently doing is not bringing you happiness, follow the things that you dream, follow your dreams or follow the things that you like. Uh, I will ask, do you, did you have a lot of pets? Is that why you knew so much about animals or why? Like how many pets did you have? Well, I did have a lot of pets as a child. Um, just like to care for uh, the animals and uh, just like to be with them. Uh, yes, I had, uh, well, start off guppies and white rats and then guinea pigs and then dogs and cats. And then as I got married, uh, uh, we uh, we had ferrets um, in a small hobby farm. We ended up having a couple of goats and a couple of pigs and chickens. Wow. So, yes. It definitely seems like you had a lot of animals as time went on. And, yes. you, and you have a special person that loves animals just as well. So that's awesome. You know what? It's you and that special person you love, both loving animals. Seems like it's perfect. I will ask though, because I bet, you, I bet a lot of people are wondering, what is the hardest part about being a dog groomer? Because like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people think like, oh, you know, I could cut my dog's hair super easily. But like, what is the hardest part? Like, why is doggy grooming so important to get somebody like specific to do it? Like, what makes it so hard? Well, a lot of people, unfortunately, do think it's very easy until they do try it. I've had several clients that have tried it themselves and they've even done half of the grooming on the dog and end up bringing the dog to me to finish off or... Uh, they just found it very frustrating to do. Um, there, there's there's a lot of things that someone needs to have. About the five basic things that patients, patients working with dogs, also working with the people, um, understanding of the dogs and different types of cuts. Um, multitasking is a big thing because uh, if you you yourself is just are just doing the grooming, you need to do several things all at once and one thing after another. Um, and a, a great passion for the uh, love and caring of the dogs, uh, a communication to the pet owners and to the pets. Uh, communication is a big thing because you want to stress to the uh, owners um, to, to look after their animals and, and wanna, you want to educate them. They're educated. A lot of people weren't aware of different things. Uh, and uh, you, you educate the person and they can um, uh, tend to their dogs uh, brushing and things like that to keep their dogs happy and give a happy dog and a happy owner. You know what? 
our listeners are definitely learning so much from this. And you know what? It's important to have not just the animals be happy, but you have to make sure that the people the people that own the dogs also are happy. It's sort of like a it's a two-way thing. You got to make sure that the balance of happiness is that cuz I feel like if I accidentally tug on the hair of the dog, I feel like my dog would be very unhappy. I feel like if I ever pull a knot, you'd be like, "Hey, I don't like that." So honestly, I feel like having that need for that that skill of like communicating with animals to see if they're uh, like upset or if they're uncomfortable with it as as much as they are with for the people having both of those skills are very important so i, I could definitely see that um on the factor of grooming dogs do you have like a certain breed of dog that you like working with is like is there like a specific type of dog that their hair is easier to groom or they're a little bit more calmer when you work with them well not really. All breeds are, are great to work with. It just depends on the dog, how the dog's been brought up. And uh, each dog has their own um, personalities, just like people do. So it, it just it's just more or less um, working with the dog. Um, no, I don't have a specific dog, but if I did have one, I would definitely pick uh, a golden retriever. They seem to be laid back and uh, much like I would like to be. I feel like having, uh, having, well, obviously it's very important to say, you know, you are a dog groomer. It's very important not to have like a specific favorite. So that's a good answer. But obviously there is some dogs that are a little bit easier to work with than others. Uh, my dog's personalities are definitely very different. So sometimes it's really hard to choose which dog is easy to work with. It really just depends on how they were raised up, which is a great answer. Um, for our listeners though, because I know a lot of our listeners are thinking, because I... I obviously invited you because some of our people are thinking, how in the world am I going to become a dog groomer? Like, what are the skills? And can you ask, can, or can you tell me, what do you think are five skills that dog groomers need to be successful? Well, definitely um, a passion, a passion for wanting to do it, do, do dog grooming. And uh, there's a lot of different things uh, that you'd have to um, work with the dog. Um, you got to look at the dog and see if the dog's going to bite you and uh, how the dog's reacting. A lot of dogs are nervous. Um, patience is a big thing. Um, understanding of the different kinds of cuts and different uh, tools that are needed for the uh, the grooming. Um, multitasking is a big thing. You, if you're doing it by yourself, you need to know what to do one thing after another as to not take so long that the dogs would be... Uh, traumatized by um, uh, by just being there. Um, a lot of dogs don't even want to be there. Dogs don't want to be groomed. Well, some do, some do. Uh, and communication, like I said before, communication to the dogs and understanding the dogs. Look for of how the dog's reacting to you. Communication to the pet owners to uh, care for the dogs. Hmm. You know what? I feel like having all of these skills of understanding, patience, multitasking, you know, the communication and the passion to do it, those are great choices. You know what, I could say for all things, you need to have that passion for it, the communication to do it, and those are absolutely amazing answers. Now, I did hear that you do work with dogs, and I remember you hearing that you own a lot of different animals, like I heard ferrets, and I heard some gerbils, but I want to ask, has anybody ever asked you to work with other pets, such as like cats or rabbits or something similar? 
Yes, I did groom dog. Uh, sorry, I did groom cats. Oh, but cats are very finicky and they don't like water and uh, they don't like to be handled. Um, so they get very nasty at times. They can be. Um, so yes, I did cats for a while, but stopped doing because I was tired of getting my hands all clawed up all the time. Um, I did find that uh, the, the cats are very difficult to groom. I have clipped birds' wings so they couldn't fly, um, like domestic birds, they couldn't fly around. People have asked me to clip the wings. And I have cut some rabbit's nails. Huh, that is awesome. That means that you have a ton of experience with animals. Has anybody ever called you a dog whisperer, John? <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes, because some dogs have come to me that the people were very uh, um, had, uh, not thinking that I could groom the dog because the dog has been to other groomers and uh, the people found that I was the last choice. And uh, they come back and the dog's sitting on my lap waiting for them to be picked up up front and uh, the people were amazed. I have, I have quite a few uh, reviews that people have uh, put on there um, saying that they're amazed at the way I've, uh, I handle the dogs and they're quite happy with me. That's awesome to hear. You know what, I've ever, I've always wanted to be a dog whisperer. I mean, I have two dogs, but sometimes I could never tell what they want sometimes. They're really, really interesting animals to learn about. Now, here's a big question, because I need to know. Have you ever worked with animals or dogs owned by celebrities? I know, I know, that's a big thing to ask, but I need to know. Yes, I have. <gasps> I, I worked with one dog that um, the owner was uh, on the TV series uh, Law and Order in Toronto. Wow, that is awesome. So wait. Let me ask this. I mean, obviously, if you if you can, do you know what kind of dog it was? I believe it's Shih Tzu. My goodness, those are beautiful dogs. I I remember, I'm, or I don't know if I'm correct, but I'm pretty sure Shih Tzus have really long hair. I think my memory my memory's a little bit a little bit foggy on that, but that is awesome to hear. Because, you know what, I definitely have wanted to know, are you a big celebrity dog groomer? Do you love lear learning about these dogs? And I'm surprised that you can even remember, because sometimes I can't even remember the people I even met, or even the food I've eaten for lunch. That's such a good memory. Well, I was a bit starstruck at the time, after I heard, heard that this uh, girl was in the, the Law & Order TV series in Toronto. All right, so it took a, took a little bit of time to understand it, but still, it's pretty awesome to hear that you that you were able to, to learn. Uh, but though, but though, John, I have to say, have you ever had a dog that has been very fussy? Are, are dogs similar to humans? Like, if you have you ever dealt with a dog that's been kind of moody, who's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do my hair. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, doesn't happen very often, but uh, yes, it does happen, and uh, um, it's just a matter of patience, like I said, um, and uh, let's see, communication with the dog. I, I had dogs very similar like that, and I've had to, uh, I must be saying their name to them about maybe a hundred times while I'm grooming, because it just keeps their, their focus on me. Or like you say about dog whisper, um, I've watched a dog whisper on TV and uh, 
a couple of things that he uses, like uh, get the dog's attention, like or something like that, that the dog would snap out of their uh, aggressiveness and pay attention to you. It doesn't work all the time, but it does work sometimes, and it, it is, does help out a lot. So, yes, um, um, I have had some dogs that have been very nasty at times. There's some that are very totally un, 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 uncontrollable. Um, over all the years, I think maybe just two, two, three dogs that have been like that. Um, I don't know how they've been trained or how they've been treated beforehand. Um, some dogs, if they uh, have a bad experience with a former groomer, that uh, they won't like their nails to be touched, and it's just a matter of working with them. Um, and I've had maybe 90% success rate with them. Um, some dogs, like, they just get to know you. I work one-on-one, so um, I don't have other dogs around at the time, and I don't allow the owners to come in uh, because of insurance reasons that uh, I would dogs would lose their focus on me and they'd want to go to the owner all the time. So that does help by not, not allowing the owners to come in. But, um, yes, uh, majority of my customers, though, majority of my clients, dogs are, uh, easy to get along with. And, um, it's just bang, bang, bang. And out they go. All right. I feel like having that little bit of patience is very important, especially with dogs that are a little bit more moody, just like you would with people. So that is awesome that you even have that that amount of patience. And that's why I think you are so amazing because I know my dogs absolutely love going for their haircuts. So I can clearly tell that you are a master dog whisperer and groomer as well. My goodness. And obviously, John, we have reached the part where if you've listened to my podcast before, you know that we always have to do a fun and wacky question to get our listeners engaged and kind of take a break from the more serious questions. So here's my question for you, which is going to be quite interesting to hear. If you could be any breed of dog, which one would you be and why? Well, as I said before, any breed, they're all breeds are great. Um... But uh, let's see, uh, a golden retriever. They're laid back, and uh, they're oh, they're they're just patient, and they're wonderful to work with, and uh, they just have a caring, uh, caring natural way about them. Uh, I do have quite a few um, uh, golden retrievers, which is great, and uh, yeah, I guess a golden retriever would be the best. Not the best, but would be my uh, my selection. All right, all right. I do, I remember I had a golden retriever before and I know that they were definitely very laid back and very calm, loving animals. And you know what? I feel like our, 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 some of our listeners are definitely going to have to agree with you on that choice because some of our listeners love golden retrievers. But it does depend on which dog. And honestly, if you were any breed of dog, it doesn't matter as long as you have a loving owner, then obviously you might... Well, I mean, you're just going to be a happy dog. So as long as you have a good owner, but obviously you got to have that personal favorite among all of the types of dogs, you know, but amazingly, we have reached the end of our SOS podcast. I just want to say thank you so much, John, for joining me today. You've answered so many questions for our listeners, and I really think for this one, 
or well, I feel you think that this one has been absolutely amazing because you have answered so many questions. I bet a lot of people didn't even know what in the world a dog groomer was. I thought some people said, I remember one person saying to me that they thought that a dog groomer was the same as a person that you would go for, for a haircut. They did the same exact thing. But I definitely have learned from you, John, that it's definitely way much more. Because I don't remember my, or technically I don't know what the name for it is, but my hairdresser is going to be cutting my nails or giving me a bath. I think they would just be cutting my hair. So definitely it's a lot much or a lot more. So I definitely learned quite a bit. But um, obviously, John, this is this has been the end of our SOS podcast. I'm really glad to have you on the show. I bet our listeners are going to be so excited to learn more about what you do. Thank you so much for joining the show, John. And obviously, we will see you guys next time.